Feeling that Peter was on his way back, the Neverland had again waked into life. In his absence, things were usually quiet on the island. Nobody fought with each other. The fairies took an hour longer in the morning. The beasts attended to their young. The redskins fed heavily for six days and nights. But now that Peter had returned, the island became lively. Peter hated lethargy. So there was activity everywhere. Everyone was up against someone else, hunting. The lost boys were out looking for Peter. The pirates were out looking for the lost boys. The redskins were out looking for the pirates. And the beasts were out looking for the redskins. They were going round and round the island. But they did not meet because all were going at the same rate. The boys were forbidden by Peter to look in the least like him. They are so round and furry that when they fall, they roll. They have therefore become very sure-footed. There were six boys on the island at that time. But the number varied because every once a while they got lost in the battle or Peter thinned them out. The first one to pass was Tootles who often accidentally missed out on the best adventures. The next in the line was Nibs, a carefree boy. And then came Slightly, who loved to dance and talk about earthly life, though he did not remember any more than the others. The next was Curly, who tend to get in trouble. And finally the twins, who confused even Peter, who did not understand why they looked exactly the same. And they were always a little embarrassed because of this. After the boys vanished in the gloom, came the pirates, ugly and villainous. The handsome Italian Checo. Then came Bill Jukes, every inch of him tattooed. Cookson, rumored to be Black Murphy's brother. Gentleman Starkey, once an usher in a public school. And the Irish bosun Smee, who's oddly mild and lovable among others. Then came Captain James Hook. He was awful and handsome, with black hair, blue eyes and a terrible scowl. He wore somewhat refined clothes, which suited him, smoked two cigars at the same time and feared nothing except the sight of his blood, which was thick and of an unusual colour. He was cruel, who did not mind hurting others, and he could even hurt one of his crew, just for bumping against him. Next arrived Redskins of the Piccanini tribe. They carried many scalps. Their leader, was Princess Tiger Lily, a very beautiful girl. The Redskins were all a little fat after the heavy gorging. The Redskins disappeared as they came like shadows 
and soon their place was taken by the beasts lions tigers bears and others last of them was a huge crocodile and she was looking for someone then everything started again the lost boys appeared again followed by the rest of the procession which continued indefinitely until one of the parties stopped or changed its place the lost boys talked about peter wondering about the ending of cinderella and trying to remember their mothers they were not allowed to talk about mothers in front of peter the subject being forbidden by him as silly it was then that the boys realized the pirates singing and they quickly disappeared into their underground house which they entered through trees with distinct holes in the trunks each boy had a tree of his own seven in all the pirates often tried to discover this house but could never find the way as the pirates advanced the quick eye of starkey sighted nibs disappearing through the wood and at once his pistol flashed out but an iron claw gripped his shoulder it was hook who stopped him hook was determined to find the entrance this time and he ordered all the pirates to scour the area the pirates disappeared among the trees and in a moment their captain and smee were alone hook heaved a heavy sigh there came over a desire to confide to his faithful bosun the story of his life hook wanted to seek revenge from peter badly who cut off his arm and fed it to a crocodile ever since then crocodile was trying to finish the meal she had started hook had been able to hide from the crocodile till now because he could foresee her arrival near him as she had a ticking clock in her stomach that could be clearly heard but he feared the time once the clock stopped ticking while hook was pouring his heart out suddenly smee jumped up he had been sitting on a mushroom that became unusually hot when the pirates uprooted the mushroom they saw smoke and heard children's voices the mushroom was the chimney cap that the boys used to hide their chimney with when strangers were around the pirates also noticed the seven holes in the trees and they heard the boys talking about peter's absence but captain hook decided to act later and catch them by keeping a very rich and delicious cake on the shore of a lagoon the boys used to love playing by the lagoon and they would definitely gobble the cake since they don't have a mother to tell them to eat in moderation they will eat more than they should and get very sick the pirates then broke into a celebratory song but their joy was short lived as hook heard the ticking of the hungry crocodile nearing them and they all ran off on the other hand nibs was running out of the woods he was being chased by a pack of wolves who looked horrific with their tongues hanging out save me save me 
cried Nibs falling on the ground. But what can we do? What can we do? What would Peter do? They cried simultaneously. Almost in the same breath they cried. Peter would look at them through his legs. The boys ran out to help him. They chased off the wolves by bending over and looking at them through their legs because that was what Peter would do in the situation and the wolves retreated in confusion. Nibs rose from the ground and the others thought that his staring eyes still saw the wolves but it was not the wolves he saw. I have seen a wonderfuler thing. He cried as they gathered around him eagerly. A great white bird. It is flying this way. It looks so weary and as it flies it moans. Poor Wendy. They presumed that the bird was called Wendy. And then they saw it flying towards them. And along with it they saw Tinkerbell. It was the jealous fairy playing her trick. Tinkerbell was scolding and pinching it and it was not a bird. It was Wendy. Hello, Tink! cried the surprised boys. Tinks replied, Peter wants you to shoot the Wendy! It was not in their nature to question when Peter ordered. Let us do what Peter wishes! cried the simple boys. Quick! Bows and arrows! All but Tootles popped down their trees. He had a bow and arrow with him and Tink noted it and rubbed her little hands. Quick Tootles! Quick! she screamed. Peter will be so pleased! Tootles excitedly fitted the arrow to his bow. Out of the way Tink! He shouted and then he fired and Wendy fluttered to the ground hit by the arrow. <laughs>